Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Topics featured in this episode may be disturbing to some listeners. Please take care while listening. I want to ensure that nothing like this ever happens again. I'm grateful to all that have shown me love and compassion. <laughs> and show me that this isn't the end of my story. And this doesn't have to define me the rest of my life. I'm Andrea Gunning, and this is Betrayal, Episode 3, Ruins. Reports of Jason Litton's arrest were all over the local news and on Facebook pages. Avea, Ashley's oldest daughter and a victim, found out when her friend's mother asked her if anyone else had been videotaped in the house. Ashley's 15-year-old son was stoic and refused to discuss it. She tried to explain what happened to her youngest, but it was a lot for a nine-year-old to understand. The way that Ashley said was like, Daddy is in trouble. He's in jail for doing something he wasn't supposed to. And she just went off the rails, like asking all of these questions, like, am I going to see him again? What does that mean? Is he going to be gone forever? How do you explain this to a nine-year-old? Her dad was taken away. Her kids lost their dad, and she lost her husband. It's like he died. He was like my security blanket. He didn't do much for me, but make me feel safe and make me feel just he was there. And I don't know. I just I just really, really miss my life. In the aftermath, Ashley was just trying to hold on and leaned on her best friend, Emmy, for support. In an instant, he was gone. I still dream about it. I still hear her sobs. 
I still dream of holding her, but to have to sit there and listen to that and know there was absolutely nothing I could do to make her feel better, to change things, there was nothing I could do. During their marriage, Ashley recognized that things weren't normal, but there's only so much you can do for a person. I had told myself that there was a mental illness going on and he wouldn't go see anybody for it. Clearly, Jason was dealing with something, but his poor behavior had existed for most of his adult life. Jason had made appalling choices at times, but Ashley always gave him the benefit of the doubt. Candace Holden and her husband Jeff were good friends with Ashley and Jason. She shares a very awkward encounter some years back. And Candace just had a baby girl that you might hear in the background. My husband was playing football for us in my pro football league and tore his ACL and partially tore his MCL. He had surgery on it, and it was a couple weeks after his surgery that we drove to Salt Lake, and we were staying the night at Jason and Ashley's. They had us in the basement, and Jeff had like a brand new bottle of pain pills with him. I, I want to say that he had pulled it out to take one when we were upstairs. So that's how I feel Jason knew that the bottle was with us. But we went downstairs with it and we went to bed. The next morning, half the bottle was gone. I went to Ashley and she was like, no, no, he wouldn't. We didn't need her to validate that. I just felt bad that she believed his side so strongly. Jeff was frustrated, so he went to Jason. He absolutely denied it but it didn't change the fact that literally half the bottle was gone. In my opinion, when Jason would lie, especially about something big, he would get like overly emotional. You know, he's on the verge of crying, just kind of like a little kid that gets in trouble and they start crying because you don't believe them and they know they're busted, but they're gonna, you know, get upset because they want you to believe them. That was always kind of a red flag to me, like you're over doing this innocence thing, which is just making me think that you're more guilty. Candace also recalls Jason's work ethic from his 20s. My husband got him a job at the company that he worked at, and they would carpool together, and he was constantly calling in sick, or my husband was going next door and knocking on the door to essentially get him up in the morning to go to work, and I just felt like Ashley could, you know, have somebody more uh, self-motivated in her life. We've all been there. We've heard our friends talk about relationships or their marriages, and deep down, you feel like they deserve better. Until they come to that realization themselves, there isn't much you can do but listen. I spoke with Jessica Baum, who has been working with Ashley over the past couple of months to help her learn more about herself. Jessica is the author of Anxiously Attached, Becoming More Secure in Life and Love. I'm a psychotherapist with a license in mental health counseling, and I have a private practice. We work on family systems issues, trauma, addiction, and couples. Jessica also specializes in attachment styles, what draws us towards and keeps us with another person. And like many of our traits, those tendencies are established in childhood. It appears that she has a lot of childhood trauma. Her dad was pretty overwhelmed, and her mom was pretty sick. So she played different roles in her family system. She also was parentified and took care of her mom and took a caretaking role. And she also had a role of acting out to get her needs met. But none of them were like really truly attuning to her needs and seeing her in a healthy way. So I think as soon as she was able to escape into her first relationship, 
I'm sure that gave her relief and much of her childhood was kind of escaping some of what she wasn't ready to deal with or what was really going on for her. So she adapted in many different ways. And one of those ways was through relationships and finding some relief initially through her relationships, which then turned into really unhealthy patterns and strategies and a kind of a nightmare. Her first boyfriend, Matt, had been a kind of protector when Ashley was at school. He made sure she had a good school lunch every day, and he was her happy place outside of home. But then he descended into addiction, and the relationship descended into chaos. But in the beginning, it, it does provide her a sanctuary or a relief from her underlying core grief or wounds or unmet needs. And Jason was that person when Ashley had two small children and was on her own. Her family said as much when he first came into their lives. I love Jason. You could just see how nice and kind he was to her. I thought, wow, she's found a good guy. It was like night shining armor. I was like, here's this normal dude that wants to be with me. Ashley's husband had stolen prescription pills from a friend, lied to his employer, stayed alone in their bedroom for days on end. Sure, all of these were red flags that Jason had problems, but they weren't deal breakers. They couldn't be. Even if our intuition or our gut says this could be true or there might be some truth to that, there's a very strong part of us that doesn't want to believe something might be wrong for many reasons. And I can tell you for Ashley, a lot of her own denial, even if underneath it, there was an undercurrent of maybe something's wrong, is that if there is something wrong, her whole world would shatter. And so in this world that she created for her family and what she loved about her world was very contingent on who he was when he came into the relationship and how, what he did for her and the safety that he provided for her. Out of all the possibilities of what might be going on with him, Jason viewing child pornography and videotaping their daughter never crossed her mind. It just doesn't enter the realm of possibility. Not ever would I have ever, ever even considered anything like this. Avea had an order of protection against him, so he went to live with a relative, but that wasn't nearly enough to make her feel safe. So this is Avea's room. I don't like coming in here, and I avoided it for a long time because of how hard it was. Ashley's home has a great layout for teenagers. The lower floor has two bedrooms, a bathroom, and a den area, so the older kids feel like they have a little privacy. She showed me exactly how Jason violated it. Just for reference, her bedroom is almost in the basement, so her bedroom has like an egress window. Mm -hmm. And he would stand outside of this window and film her. He told Ashley the reason he was going outdoors at night was because he discovered a new stargazing app. I just chalked it up as like another weird thing that he was in but he was so believable like he was gung-ho about stars and he was telling the kids about this solar system and this star pattern and showing them things like that's how manipulative he was seeing the layout of the house made the secret taping seem even more insidious i don't understand like our backyard is mud and dog poo I avoided it at all costs. The only time I was back there this year was to spray off my air conditioner, make sure no weeds were growing around her. Ashley tried to make the room feel more secure, 
by installing a frosted window so you can't see through it. And I have like a lock on it and everything because I wanted her to feel safe. I wanted her to know that nobody's gonna get in here. But um, she still just couldn't deal with it. Ashley's sister, Anna. I mean, I think she left pretty soon after we found out the extent of the videos. Is it hard being in here? Yeah, it is. It makes me cry because I miss her so much. I just miss her. I mentioned Ashley's first love, Matt. They were together all through high school until she was in her early 20s. She ultimately took their two kids and left him because of his drug addiction. Matt is clean now, and while Avea visits Ashley's house often, she moved in with Matt full-time. Avea was afraid to sleep at Ashley's after she learned what Jason had done. He robbed them of stability, of structure, of trust. I'm so mad at him for that. And I hope one day she can feel safe with my sister again. The world can be a dangerous and unpredictable place. With my experience covering true crime cases, I've learned one thing. Your best line of defense is your vigilance and preparation. That's why I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. Having this system in my own home, I feel like I am fully protected. Simply Safe Home Security has freed me from worry and has given me peace of mind, especially when I'm on vacation or on the road researching a story for a potential new season of a podcast. Simply Safe was named Best Home Security Systems 2024 by the US News and World Report and Newsweek ranked it Best Customer Service in Home Security. With no contract and a 60-day money-back guarantee, you can try Simply Safe risk-free. Don't absolutely love it? Send the system back for a full refund. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/betrayal. That's simplysafe.com/betrayal. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, 
Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. One of the moms, she's my friend, she reached out to me asking if any of their kids were a part of it, which really sucked because I was still like super in shock. This particular person called and we met for coffee. I was so embarrassed and I couldn't go into the coffee shop, so we stayed in her car and talked. The rumor mill was working overtime. She's like, the girls told me that there was a camera in the shower. Because all Bea and her friends would come to our house and get ready and have fun, and they'd shower, you know? And so I was like, no, there's not a camera. I asked the detective, and he said that if they would have had any inclination that those videos were recorded in any other fashion, they would have taken everything that can connect to the internet. But neighbors and other parents still didn't want to send their children to play or hang out at Ashley's house. It was humiliating. My house was the hangout house. I don't really have alcohol in my home, so I think everyone's family just felt comfortable with all their kids here. So they don't come here anymore. Her home wasn't a safe place anymore. And Ashley didn't feel safe going out. I couldn't go in public. Like even going to the grocery store, the gas station, anywhere is super, super hard. I think it's because like, I don't want to see people that we knew together. Ashley didn't want to explain. What happened? Did you know what he was doing? Are you getting divorced? She had not committed a sin against children. She had not broken the law. She had not destroyed their family. But she felt like she wore a scarlet letter anyway. When you have everything that makes you a human taken away from you, you are left with the real stuff. All of those different pieces were crumbling, and I just was running around trying to pick them up, pick up the pieces of our life that we show to our families or to our neighbors or to our community or to this. And I just kept trying to pick them up and I was trying to keep them together when it was completely broken. While everything was crumbling, Jason was sending the children letters from jail. Ashley protected the kids from reading them. She thought it would only compound their trauma at the time. Now that significant time has passed and she's talked with her kids, She feels it's important to share how much Jason disassociated his criminal behavior from his role as a parent. Here are a few examples. To his son, Hey stud, I hope everything is going good and you're kicking butt in football. And to Avea, I hope you're doing good and having an awesome day. I hope soccer is going well. Always stay my proud, confident, beautiful daughter. His words reeked of tone-deaf denial. He wrote as if he were on a business trip. Jason stopped writing to his two stepchildren, but he continues to write his biological daughter. After making sure the letters are appropriate, Ashley lets her daughter read them. Eventually, Jason's absence from the house set in, and Ashley needed to move the family forward. I let him stay home for two weeks. And finally, I was like, listen, guys, We can run away from this for the rest of our lives or we can just confront it and just get these first few days over with and I'll go back to work. You guys go back to school. 
They couldn't do it. Jason was charged with 10 counts of sexual exploitation of a minor, a second-degree felony, for the 1,000-plus child sexual abuse images that he had in his possession. They included children as young as seven years old. He was also charged with two counts of voyeurism for secretly recording Avea. When Ashley reflected on it, she realized that Jason had treated Avea differently than her other children. He was always mean to her. Like, I thought maybe he was just being concerned um, or maybe even a stern parent. But looking back now, it was just mean. Ashley's father, John, recalled tension when he came to pick up the kids at the house. When I got to the door, he was just screaming at Avea. And I walked in, and as soon as I walked in, he hushed right up. We did talk about that one time. And I said, yelling and screaming isn't going to get you anywhere, man. 30 days after Jason was arrested, he was released. Yes, there would be rules and restrictions, but he would be out in the community. And he would be free until his case went to trial. It would take more than a year before he was back in a courtroom to face justice. They just gave him some stipulations like, you can't have a smartphone, no computer, no internet, nothing. Ashley had so many questions she had never been able to ask Jason. After he got out, he was staying with his grandpa, and I went over there that morning to take him his clothes and things like that, and I asked him all of those really yucky questions, like, did you masturbate to our daughter? Why did you save those photos? And he swears it wasn't sexual. Ashley made sure he had clothes and a non-smartphone. She tried to help him find a job. It's hard to understand why she felt obligated to help him. If anyone tells you that leaving and grieving a toxic relationship is easy and straightforward, they've probably never been in one. During one of Jessica and Ashley's therapy sessions, which they gave us permission to record and share, Jess was able to glean some insight into Ashley's mindset at the time. When he went to jail, I started trying to reconcile, like, understand it. Because at that point, I knew he had recorded her, but what I thought was that he had recorded her doing everything, you know, doing homework, getting ready, whatever, trying to catch her, like, vaping or smoking pot or, you know, being inappropriate with boys or whatever, you know? Um, And that's what I had assumed. And I still thought it was weird, but I thought it was like part of maybe his psychotic break or whatever. Well, I'm sure part of your psyche wanted to believe it. And there's a part of him that probably was in denial of the seriousness as well. I mean, it's hard to get hit on the head with something like that. You know, you want to assume the best, even though it's kind of glaring. Yeah. Like right when he got out of gel. His behavior started to change for the better. Yeah. It was everything I wanted it to be. With the weight of everything, any indication that what her husband did was not so bad was a straw she grasped. It was December 4th. And he had had the discovery from his lawyer. And I was like, oh, I'd really like to read that. And he's like, oh, no. And I was like, no, I want to read this. So he got it out. And I start reading through it, and then I realize that he's trying to get me to, like, rush over these couple of pages. And so I, like, ripped it out of, like, his hand, and it was the pages that detailed his voyeurism on Avea. That's when I realized he had lied. 
I started reading in detail that each one of the times that he had filmed her was premeditated. So he would have to know when she was showering or changing. And then he would sneak outside, blow around the back, and film her through her window. There was no denying the truth. This was evidence in a legal document. It proved that the only reason for ever filming Avea was to catch her without clothes on. That's when it snapped and I was like, this is it. I told Jason to quit calling me and to quit telling me he loved me and that I didn't want to see him anymore. There was this other part of you that just got woken up that you haven't really put a voice to. You haven't completely integrated the full picture yet with. And I assume after that, you got angry. Yeah. So there must have been a registering of the whole truth when your psyche was really able to kind of allow you to understand the gravity of his behavior. Yeah. Once Ashley crossed the bridge and saw Jason clearly, she accepted that his crimes were what they looked like depraved, personal, and involved her beloved daughter. She would divorce him. Her only focus was healing and justice for Avea. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. 
with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just about one year after the Lytton family was shattered, Ashley, Jason, and their respective families sat in a Salt Lake County courtroom. Okay, well, courts reviewed uh, the pre-sentence report, the psychosexual exam, and there were many, many letters that were submitted both on behalf of Mr. Litton and uh, on behalf of the victim and other family members, so I've read all of that. Uh, is anyone going to be addressing the court directly, Mr. Sutton? Do you know? Yes, Your Honor. They, the victim, at least. Okay. Are they present in the courtroom or are they out living? They're present. Okay. This was not a trial. It was a sentencing hearing. Jason had cut a plea deal with the district attorney's office and was pleading guilty to a reduced charge of one count of sexual exploitation of a minor and two counts of voyeurism. The matter of guilt was settled. This hearing was about justice. Ashley watched nervously from the gallery. Avea sat beside her. Prosecutor Sam Sutton, the third prosecutor assigned to the case, addressed the judge. From the state's perspective, this is uh, very, of course, concerning and practical. Uh, certainly, Your Honor has seen plenty of other cases involving sexual exploitation of a minor child, child sexual abuse material cases, and usually in those cases we ask for some uh, some midpoint of jail time, 120 days, 180 days, something like that. In other words, in most of these cases, they ask for four to six months of jail time. That's pretty standard for someone engaging in this crime. Mr. Lynn pledged one count, but there, of course, were many others that were charged and a fair amount of uh, child sexual abuse materials found in his possession. Uh, couple that with the behavior toward his stepdaughter. And from the state's perspective, that's about as close to hands on as the case gets without actually being hands on. Even though they are class A voyeurisms, from the state's perspective, they are indicative of a pattern of behavior that is greater than the sum of the charges that they have. And for that reason, I am very strenuously asking for a maximum jail term here. And I'd ask that Your Honor consider the input of the victim and her family members. Jason, he argued, should receive the maximum, a full year because of what he had done to Avea. You're about to hear from Avea for the first time. She decided to address the court at Jason's sentencing hearing. Both Ashley and Avea gave us consent to use her voice and her name. Her court-sponsored therapist also supported her decision to participate. So uh, just uh, tell me your names and what you want me to know. My name is Ashley Litton. I am Jason's soon-to-be ex-wife, and this is my daughter. This is Avea, and she's asked to be here and would like to address the court. I do want you to pay attention to what she's wearing today. She didn't wear a sweatshirt and sweatpants to be disrespectful, but rather because she didn't feel like she was safe wearing anything else. I don't want him looking at me. I don't want him seeing me. I don't want him looking He completely ruined my family. He ruined our lives. 
He ruined me. I'm mentally not the same. Dropped out of soccer. Doing bad in school. Not to mention, not to also tell you, I have extreme anxiety now. Extreme anxiety. Or if I am driving and I just somehow see him in his car, I call my mom because he's in the same area. He drives on those same roads as me every single day. I have depression. I have PTSD really bad. I can't, I can't sit in class because my anxiety is so bad. Um, so all I'm asking from you today is to give him. I, I would want him to be in prison. I never want him to look at another child. And the way before, even, even before I even knew about this, he was rude to me. He was, he neglected me. He treated me, treated me so poorly. Me and my mother say things to me like I'm a terrible kid and take my phone and go through it and go through my, my privacy, like my room. It was, it was unfair and it was rude and I don't want any other child to ever have to go through that, ever. I'm asking for you to send him to prison. Avea's plea to the court was devastating. All of the stress, sadness, and anger over what he had done poured out of her. Even Judge Mettler seemed moved. I'm sorry this happened. Um, I wish I could make it better. I can't. Um, but Avea, you in particular should feel really proud of yourself. I think it's a very brave thing to uh, report these kinds of things to uh, stay committed to the criminal justice system process, to show up in court and to speak to the judge. You're very brave. Thank you. Thank you. Jason's public defender made an impassioned plea for his freedom. I would argue, Judge, um, first and foremost, that Mr. Litton is absolutely, abjectly uh, sorrowful, remorseful, for his conduct. Uh, I think he's demonstrated that by taking full accountability, full acceptance of responsibility for his misconduct. Judge, I, I understand the name victims, I mean, for lack of better words, crushing uh, sorrow, crushing anger about this misconduct that Mr. Litton engaged in. My client fully understands where they are coming from and why they would never want to see him again, ever, in society. He was suffering from a severe depression. Yes, he did receive Adderall and some Prozac, and perhaps that wasn't the best indicated medication for his condition. He has engaged in community-based and community-supported counseling groups to help address that. He has a long way to go with regard to the specialized uh, psychosexual treatment. But Dr. Ryrie and the APMP PSR writer reached the same conclusion, that he is appropriate and suitable for community-based treatment. The takeaway is that the psychologist who had evaluated Jason and the agency that writes the recommended treatment plan advised court-ordered intensive treatment for Jason, but not incarceration. After his public defender spoke, Jason addressed the judge. I'm so sorry for the pain and hurt I've caused my family. Not a day goes by, I don't think about the hurt I've caused them. My heart, 
aches wishing there was something I could say or do to fix this. I want to say sorry to Abeda for destroying her safe place in her life. I failed her as a father and abused her love and trust she had in me. What I did to her was despicable and shameful. I want to say sorry to Ashley for the pain and suffering I've caused her. I flipped her whole world around and destroyed our family in the process. I failed her as a husband and taken away the trust she had in others. I also want to apologize to the kids in the pictures I looked at. I know that they have suffered a huge amount of abuse and pain. They have lived a life of fear and suffering. And I played a part in that with my actions. To all of you, I'm so sorry. I've hurt so many friends and family with my actions. This is this whole situation is my fault and my fault alone. My recovery is also very important to me. I look forward to the programs and all other help I will be fortunate to have. I want to ensure that nothing like this ever happens again. Jason also touted the support groups he had joined and his renewed dedication to the church. Judge Mettler took everything into consideration and rendered her decision. Okay. Uh, well, thank you, everyone, for your input. I've been thinking about this for a while. This is a tough one. And the court makes decisions concerning sentencing. The court really is balancing ways in which the victim can be made whole, which, frankly, is pretty unusual when the victim can truly be made whole. Rehabilitating the defendant is an important factor. And then, of course, punishment. Would Avea and Ashley get justice? Would Jason be put behind bars? That's next time on Betrayal. For the crime of sexual exploitation of a minor or second degree felony, of I also visit Avea and Ashley at home to find out what has happened since that day. I'd be laying in bed some nights and I'd just sit there thinking, like, someone's looking, someone's creeping. Like, you get that feeling. And later on this season of Betrayal. I saw FBI on their vests and he's like, Mandy, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. We'll meet more women confronted with shocking revelations about the men they married. My dad was like, let's think about this because if he goes to jail, you're going to lose all of your benefits. Like I give a fuck. If you would like to reach out to the Betrayal team, email us at betrayalpod at gmail.com. That's betrayalpod at gmail.com. To report a case of child sexual exploitation, call the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Cyber Tip Line at 1-800-THE-LOST. If you or someone you know is worried about their sexual thoughts and feelings towards children, reach out to stopitnow.org. In the United Kingdom, go to stopitnow.org.uk. These organizations can help. We're grateful for your support. And one way to show support is by subscribing to our show on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review Betrayal. Five-star reviews go a long way. A big thank you to all of our listeners. Betrayal is a production of Glass Podcasts, a division of Glass Entertainment Group in partnership with iHeart Podcasts. The show was executive produced by Nancy Glass and Jennifer Faison. Hosted and produced by me, Andrea Gunning. Written and produced by Carrie Hartman. Also produced by Ben Fetterman. Associate producer... Kristen Melchiori. Our iHeart team is Ali Perry and Jessica Kreincheck. Special thanks to our talent Ashley Litton, psychotherapist Jessica Baum, and production assistant Tessa Shields. Audio editing and mixing by Matt Dalvecchio. Betrayal's theme composed by Oliver Baines. 
Music library provided by My Music. And for more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.